Hi, I'm Tara Gold. You're joining me at home. At home refers to being at home within oneself, within the world, and at home with spirit. This podcast is raw and it's real. It's sometimes panel style, and it's always shared in a conversational style. Join me here for holistic lifestyle tips that really make a difference with scholars, medical professionals, scientists, cultural creatives, and artists that share through their lens. What all these conversations have in common is that we're all dedicated to empowering and inspiring each other to cultivate inner wisdom and also to share it. Welcome home. Okay, so here we are, and I am speaking with beloved friend Camille Maureen, who I I was reflecting earlier today, knowing I was going to speak to you, and I realized that I think I met you when I was 20, which would mean about 26 years ago. (laughs) It's a long time, and yeah, (laughs) because that's when I was at Continuum, and that's when I met you for um, Movement Moving Theater which was uh, a body work you were offering even back then, which I know has continued to be part of your work in the world, uh, along with you being a really incredible meditation um, teacher with your beloved Lauren Roche, but also a writer and author, uh, really dynamic um, artist and dancer in your own right. And uh I'm just happy to see you right now. <laughs> I'm so happy to be with you. And oh my goodness, 26 years ago. Gosh, time is strange. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and and I, you were so distinctive because you were very young. Yeah. And, and the group had a quite, quite a range of um, uh, ages and experience. And you, are, you're, you still have this very radiant fresh face and you were paying attention and you were so into it <laughs> it was it was and we just established a connection then that has been maintained all of these years through lots of life changes yeah yeah and, and yeah you know and my, my love of yoga started really young but i will say that in terms of dance or movement um it was really um i found it um challenging because thing uh whenever i tried things like uh ballet i thought it was pure torture and when then when i when i got into belly dance when i was a teenager with my mom i went oh yeah this I can I can get into this, but it wasn't until I got more into improvisational movement through my own degree at World Arts and Cultures UCLA, which is where I was when I met you, um, and then found you at Continuum Studio with the work you were doing with really um, as well as Gabrielle Roth's work at, at Five Rhythms, which I was also involved in. But um, but all of the, the that kind of improvisational work and recognizing embodiment practices through movement um, has been really important in me embracing being in a body and feeling more at peace and sensuous and comfortable in my unique authentic expression of of myself and you uh your work also really touched me deeply because i was aware of um how powerfully archetypal type energies can move through when we open up big to what is possible uh energetically 
Yeah. Can you, can you talk about that a bit? Because I know that you have a background in movie and psychology, and I know you have a quite, um, quite a scholar inside of you, uh, not just a movement and dancer, but you're so dynamic. Can you talk about this? Yeah, of course. And I'd like to just give a little bit more background, and that is that um, I started way back dancing, uh, becoming a professional modern dancer with all of those techniques that one learns. You know, but but in modern dance, I was able to uh, express energies that I didn't know were lurking inside of me. So that mm -hmm. started to me off. And then mm -hmm. at the same time, pretty much the same time, particularly when I moved to New York uh, to go to NYU School of the Arts in dance theater, um, I started meditating. This is the early 70s and and also doing yoga. Mm -hmm. 70, you know, and so they all they be, those three domains began to marry deeply inside of me mm. and so studying you know all of in that way and then moving to santa fe and and starting to develop my own work um in 1975 i you know i just love santa fe the home of my bones where we live in marina del rey california but I actually met Lauren in Santa Fe. And so um, there I began to realize the depths of healing very, very, and trained in various modalities of healing myself, mm -hmm. including, yes, the, the deep study of Jungian depth psychology or type of psychology, mm -hmm. which is so profound for me and remains a part of my flesh. Mm -hmm. And then um, in the early 80s, I met, uh, two things happened at the same time. I always wonder what was happening in the stars then. One is that in my movement explorations, I, uh, well, first of all, I, yeah, I, um, in my movement explorations, I came upon Continuum and Emily Conrad. Mm -hmm. and, and as soon as I experienced that, work I became deeply involved with that for you know forever and um and at the same time so that that began that that took me deeper into this understanding that was already happening in me which was the marriage of dance and meditation in other words the flow of energy mm -hmm. that we are mm -hmm. and then you know Emily's Emily Conrad she her her language is about we are we don't do movement we are movement mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it does us <laughs> everything about us is and that and my understanding of that just keeps deepening 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 and then around the same time um i got together with lauren in santa fe and <clears throat> long story i won't go into it but i was doing a performance that it was based on a solo retreat Sola retreat in the wilderness as Project Tibet. And Lauren was there, unbeknownst to me, during one of my rehearsals, uh, teaching a meditation session. So we met, flash of light, and then eventually we got really together. So I say all of that because it's the background for whatever else we, we say here, you and I. Right. And, and so Meditation Secrets for Women and 
Meditation 24-7 were co-written by you and Lauren. And I do know that he, he was compiling and doing his translations of the Radiant Sutras while you were together as well. And I know that that means your energy is in that as well in some ways. Well, yes, yes, yes. Because of that, that text of Vinyana Bhairava Tantra, the way that he has um, given language to the sensuous poetic language is very much the dance between Shiva and Shakti. Um, divine masculine, divine feminine, you could say, but also consciousness, Shiva, and Shakti energy and power, the currents of creation that are flowing through us. And so it's like, you rang, I'm here. You know, it was very much that um, a, a way of framing what I was already experiencing and that many, many people that reveal uh, to themselves, mm -hmm. oh, actually my experience they resonate with it but yeah meditation secrets for women was uh like a a baby birth you know that inseminated by lauren yeah it's it's a beautiful book and if anyone does not know this book i highly recommend it for people and and it's not just suited for women it's really but it is about uh, about, um, I would say it is, it is, it's very much for women. And I also um, know that men that I have given it to really love this book. So. Well, yes, and I do hear from, uh, I do hear from men, I have gotten emails from men telling me how much they get out of it. And of course, people that we've been training or teaching mm -hmm. meditation to over, over all these years. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, there because there are some um, I think it's about embodying all, one's energies mm -hmm. and which is uh, that intimacy with the self, mm -hmm. intimacy that starts here with our own hearts, you could say, mm -hmm. and, and intimacy with nature, with the greater body of the cosmos, mm -hmm. and then how that leads us into the possibility for deeper intimacy with another. Yes. And for um, 38 years of, action, of being together, I can tell you what a difference it makes. Just, thank goodness. Yeah. Both of us have these practices. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's intense. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Yeah. And, and especially because, you know, we live in a time where um, there's more people separating or divorcing than staying together so it's it's more than ever it feels like in a, a powerful time to to find divine marriage to understand what that means and recognize that with these inner this 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 work that's so beautiful for an entryway into that understanding yeah so then back to what you were asking about the the realm of archetypes archetypal energies um mm -hmm. Uh, that these mythic energies live in us. They're part of the human psyche, mm -hmm. such as, you know, there are all, all kinds of different ones. There's a, but if you think about your own inner parts that all of us have, we're, we're our, our experience has many different tonalities and many different roles that we play in the world and many different emotions that come up, many different um, ways of relating. 
to others and to the world, very different needs inside of us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for example, I feel like I have a, a part of me that lives on the top of a mountain mm-hmm. and that kind of solitude and silence. I actually crave that kind of solitude and silence. And so that's a kind of archetype of, you know, it's kind of a hermit archetype, but it's also um, uh, like a priestess archetype, you know, feeling that then offering something back to the world. Mm-hmm. You know, we just go on and on. There's the child, the inner child, which we all have. Mm-hmm. And then we meditate for sure that inner child is going to show up and sometimes through you know different kinds of emotions and reactivity and and profound feelings that were based on maybe an early history or whatever coming up to be healed Mm -hmm. so so the um or the wild woman goodness sakes that was one you know obviously a really crucial one and it is the wild one you know for all of us, that that part of us that's untamed, undomesticated, uh, that is is part of nature, and has a kind of uh, that profound sense of freedom and uh, permission to be totally yourself, and that, that kind of thing, and that can bring with it some intense energies and emotions. So the so the moving theater was a way of bringing a, um, a way of coming to meet the actual energy of these different movements that are going on inside of us. Coming, how do I come to meet this? How do I give body to them? Because in giving body some kind of expression mm-hmm. that we, first of all, we learn things that we can't just by thinking about them. Mm-hmm. That by the by the actual embodiment, and this ha- can happen in meditation very very deeply. That we tune into. Oh gosh, I'm feeling so vulnerable today. Oh, I don't know what's going on. Oh, I just want to roar and growl. You know. So if I go deeper into that and and find ways of giving. Uh, movement and sometimes language, but language that's not about it's language arising from the from the energy itself, and it's always arising. It always teaches us about what is it to integrate myself more wholly, fully, more wholly in every sense of the spelling. I, I heard you make a distinction that I felt was really important because I, rather than being the witness to it, I heard you say go into it. Yeah, am I hearing this? Exactly. And this is a very different approach than other things out there. That's why I wanted to highlight that. Thank you. Yeah, good point. Very good point. Mm -hmm. Yes, because the the witnessing, now it has a value because Mm -hmm. sometimes we need a kind of clinical detachment Mm -hmm. if if things are too intense. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we do need that. Or some kind of cognitive understanding. Oh, I see. This is that and the other thing. But then there's the raw reality that's pulsating in us underneath that. And so there are various ways we can come to meet that. Mm-hmm. But, but the, the quality of embodiment makes it real. And also when we tap into um, 
profound states of union or profound states of inspiration or uh, profound states of love, mm -hmm. feeling that communion, mm -hmm. or that sense that we would ordinarily label as something spiritual. To me, everything's spiritual. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but when we tap into those states, it has a, a body too. Mm -hmm. The states, you know, there's a, like I'm getting the shaky shimmers even as I say that. There's, a, you know, there's currents, um, tingling, shimmering energies. Because that it's what then, then we have it, we know it. It's not just a good idea. Yeah. You know, we have so many. Um, assumptions about how I am supposed to do how I'm on a meditative or, or yoga or a spiritual path, you know. Um, there are a lot of assumptions that are, you have to peel through, you know, and go deeper and find mm -hmm. what works this for myself. Mm -hmm. And that when we feel it in that embodied way, if we have it, we're at home. And, that's mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you know, it, it, it's more life force, more flow when we find ways to be tender with ourselves, to melt the places that are frozen, that have been waiting. You know, no shame, no blame. We all have them, control patterns. And, and you know, coming to meet those and finding ways. Oh, I see with a touch of love, a warm, tender touch of love. Comes to meet those tender places, those wild, painful places, and melt, melt into the body. Into the body. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I'll just go there. See you later. <laughs> when I met you at the time when I met you, and I mentioned I was I was really deeply into um actually my degree was in basically a lot of somatics and and expression through different arts uh, at UCLA. It was a very unique time where they had a program called World Arts and Cultures where you basically could get away with designing your curriculum. It's not like that now, but it was extraordinary. And um, one of the things I did was study a lot of theater and a lot of dance movement, but and and music. Um, but with the theater part, there was a piece to it that led me to also study, go deep into theater and um, studied at um, ACT in San Francisco. And my most, um, the, the best part for me of what I learned at ACT, which I guess is part of um, ancient theater, actually, is Commedia dell'arte. Commedia oh, dell'arte, wow. right? And it's an embodiment of, the different, of different archetypes. And it's learning how to basically play these characters, embody yeah. these characters, so that they can come through with, without judgment, without um, resisting the the uh, impetus for spontaneous expression and uh, to really free yourself up, your your own 
your own inner worlds. And it was very freeing for me. Um, and I want to say that when I went into moving theater work with you, um, moving theater of the soul, I had a, a sense memory experience of, of moving through archetypes that took me through those kind of layers in a similar but different way. And it was very profound way back when I did with you. It's been so long, but it's really alive in me still. Remembering how it felt, how freeing it felt. And recognize, you know, I grew up in a pretty unusual way. So I grew up around a lot of ritual and a lot of sacred feminine recognition and um, honoring of divine energies and um, grew up believing in fairies and being told that where I'm born is where fairies exist for real, right? So th this is not, for me, it was pretty normal to go into different states like this, but I have since learned as I've gotten older that it's not the norm for a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh. <laughs> and and I say this because um, because I think uh, there the, anything in our culture that is that is inviting people to recognize that these freedoms are possible and that these these expressions are in part, are natural and that we can explore them in a way that uh, brings so much vitality and life. Uh, awake in within us it, it's to me it's just where it's at it's so important um mm. and it's it, i so i really wanted to appreciate you and your life's work because i know that you um you have reminded and ignited a lot of people into understanding how important this is yeah <laughs> that's so well that's so beautiful and uh, yeah what an upbringing you had Yes, mine Pretty was unusual. the opposite. <laughs> Yours was the opposite. So you found it in a different time in your life. <laughs> well, yeah. And then, you know, the parental legacies and the, my mother's, uh, you know, kind of tragic life and death. And, uh, so it, I, I almost never, I, I don't remember to tell people about my theater background. It's so funny, but I did theater pretty much throughout schooling. And, um, and I was actually at Second City in Chicago, which is an improv, you know, yeah. at the same time that Bill Murray was, and, you know, and John Belushi was a good, you know, was his, his friend and, and very sweet, you know, and just that, that era, I didn't stay there because I discovered dance at the same time. Mm -hmm. But I, uh, consequently, when I did start dancing and these energies started coming forward, uh, and over over time, particularly through things like the meditation and and movement, I just I could feel this uh, legacy of my my mother and my grandmother before her, and I created a. So I started creating one woman shows and the first one was called Tiger Tiger and it was where I became my mother and whoa transformation you know I learned so much that I didn't know cognitively and could never know cognitively and uh, became her and then I finished that and my father died so then I had did a piece called Losing It, it was about a father-daughter relationship and um all of it. anyway, uh, and you know, since then, improvisational performances. I, I started getting uh, understanding the 
value of the spontaneous, spontaneous. I mean, I did Medea when I was 17. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and, and I was, always, I was cast in these intense, like here I am. I was, I had really long red hair and I kind of looked angelic and, you know, kind of sweet and pure. And they would cast me in like the bitch characters. <laughs> Now I know why, but <laughs> but yeah, the, and I was apparently quite good at embodying Medea, who's you know it's a Greek tragedy. People, so. okay. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Yeah, you've got to you've got to get have some depth in you to carry that off, <laughs> especially at seventeen. Yeah, and then and then the, you know discovering. Uh, in our, my discussions with Lauren and our instinctive meditation approach uh, that we developed together. And he, he was the first one who talked about instincts to honor instincts in, in meditation. And um, so it, we start, we wrote, you know, we started writing together and, uh, and then realizing that in the equation you know, like women, for one, were never included in the equation of the ancient, the ancient um, lineages that were, were that as we understand them today. At least as we understand them in the written context, especially, right? Because yeah. when things were written, it was primarily through the male, the, yeah. the men. Yeah. And, and, but you never, you, there are very few instances of knowing about the women who are involved. Right. Very, very, very few. Yeah. So, and then the contemporary woman, you know, what is it to be in the 21st century for all of us? So it's, it's that updating, updating for this current moment with the wisdom, you know, but also adapting to the circumstances of, of contemporary life and also our, per, our personal, very individual uh, engagements with the, with the world. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a different world. And it is. It's such a different world, you know. And we, I know, people are increasingly sensitive too about how they're even called, what they're called. You know, um, there are many choices now um, with women of being known as a female, or being known as transgender female, or being known as trans feminine, or bi gender. And there are so many ways to honor the feminine now in different forms. Right. And um, and I, I appreciate that we're we're all um, making these distinctions as a way. If if it's about honoring and about clarifying uniqueness, then I am all for every way that we're doing this. And then we're we're um, we're all looking for ways. I think also to integrate with technology in a way that's also honoring nature, right? Honoring nature, honoring technology, and finding the marriage there that works in a, in a harmonious way somehow, right? So this is an interesting time to be alive. I reflect on it daily. Like how much can my nervous system take being in front of a computer right now? Not okay. as much some days. And and uh, and yet some days I can recognize that there's a nature with it that I'm experiencing that is somehow supportive also. <laughs> the nature of the technology. That's fascinating. Yes. That, well, it's true. All of these magical electrons flying around and making connections. <laughs> Yeah, creating light, creating light, creating sound, right. frequency, frequency, 
interesting. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It's a very interesting time. I'm also aware of the fact that with the younger generations, I think about my son who's eight years old. You know, they're so in tune with iPads now, and virtual reality is becoming so realistic. And I know it's going to become an increasing tool that people are using as we keep going forward. It becomes it's becoming so affordable that it's going to be. Um, and there's more and more fear of people being around people with viruses and issues of many kinds that arise in our society. So I know things like virtual reality are going to become even more norm in households. And it makes me think about this a lot, about how we're attuning to nature and how do we find that connection. Perhaps it's not always the outside in. More and more, some of these meditative practices of inside out also are, are, are really important to be honing as these changes yeah. evolve. Yes, that's right. Because this, this nature here, this essential nature that is right here, and they're all, you know, just a myriad of sensory clues to that this reality yeah that's what we build on yeah that's what we build on yeah mm. interesting in times it is you know and one can only hope that it's a transformative time mm -hmm. that we're all involved in um but with the tremendous number of challenges yeah uh -huh. And that's why even even more they have have these ways of soothing the nervous the nervous system of of uh, being with what's going on in the hearts and our emotional reality with, with staying related to one another. How do I stay related? Yes. Other to another, and you know, some of us are fortunate. We have uh, bodies to touch and hold and you know, actually be with. Um, thought of that a lot this this last year and a half or so. You know, for people who do not have that, you know, or maybe it's a furry friend, you know, of some kind, or you know, that our, our pets can be uh, fabulous intimate relationships in that sense. Yeah. yeah. That that need for touch, I'm concerned about that. Me too. Me too. Yeah. yeah. And so you know, even even remembering, oh to embrace ourselves. Yeah, yeah. You know, and just to bring this actual touch to our own self, our own face. Oh, what's it feel like when you do that? It's a, and immediately, as I'm doing this, and maybe you're, you all are joining, there's a shift. Yeah, there's a shift. And then our practices can be, okay, I'm, uh, I'm in touch with myself. Mm -hmm. And then how do I stay in touch with myself, even as with you, even as I'm talking to people on the phone, even as I'm doing my you know, going through my emails, you know, all of those things. That's an ongoing practice. I learned something all the time today. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. That and every, every day about relationship, every day about what it is to actually be in my essential nature, be in, actually be my essential body, mm -hmm. my essential nature. 
I know that as you share more with people, more and more these days, with people through um, elect, what, what we can do online, what we can do in a global communal way, you sometimes have to spend more time on a computer. And I wonder if you have any suggestions for people that spend a lot of time on their computers and ways to just keep coming, uh, simple little small ideas for how they reconnect the way you just described. Yeah. You described touch and that was a really good one. Yes. And and you can do it anytime, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and even if you're with people, you can kind of just go like this. And it's no big deal. Nobody thinks that you're doing anything special, but inside you are. <laughs> mm -hmm. Remembering remembering. Yeah, so that's that is something to do often. Um mm -hmm. Having a glass of water nearby, mm -hmm. which I always, you know, almost always remember to make it. I, I like to remember to make it a ritual. This mm -hmm. is the water of life. This is an element that gives birth to life. This is this is the flow. This is the cleansing, nourishing flow which we need. So I'm pleased to our flow. Yes, thank you all. <laughs> And receiving that, you know, that essential element and uh, reminding that everything about me is flow and everything around me is flow. And you are flow. And, and that's the flow of love. And ultimately. Um, the eyeballs. I have, if I'm at the computer too many hours, I started, you know, I'm very sensitive now to, oh, my eyes need a break. So, you know, stand, stand uh, just visually, even looking off, like if you have a window and just looking outside, like right now, I'm looking at our the, the wind um, caressing the, the leaves are shimmering. So I can, uh, palm tree fronds are waving in the wind. You know, there's a quality of the sunlight taking that moment. But also, my goodness, um, I'm gonna raise my super cool standing adjustable desk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, taking a moment, and even if you're like right inside of a project and you're still thinking about it, but Oh my goodness, stretching, taking things out, a little spine movement here and there. Oof, deep breath, you know, just keep enough. This amount of time I can already feel the energizing and the, clean, you know, like clearing. <laughs> mouth, you know, letting, letting the mouth yeah letting letting you know the exhalation flow through your mouth and that that releases energy you know the jaw can hold so much tension uh-huh and the eyeballs can hold you know the whole everything can hold tension but let's you know if we're just focusing on the importance of it's not about anything else it's not about talking and making sense not logical. So those sensory clues, you know, it's that, like that 
felt really good to me. <laughs> the sense of just getting some movement, getting a shift of attention, opening the senses for a moment because we can get, you know, mentally focused so much that we, uh, we forget about, oh, I'm actually embodied. Here I am. <laughs> feeling Is the ground, feeling the earth. Yeah. Feet on the ground. Yes. Yeah, on the ground. Or taking a moment and lying down, just stretching on, on the floor and then having some more water and then go, you know, going back to your to-dos. Yeah. <laughs> Given what you, you know, you've worked with so many thousands of people very intimately over the years at this, you know, many people, but also very intimately. And I, given the struggles and the pains that some people have shared, the challenges that some of them have shared, can you share what your hope or intention would be if you could synthesize that in some way for what you would offer is it can, and you offer many gifts, but if you were to say, I intend this or would love this for you, anyone who's looking for these supportive practices to support mm. them through challenging. Yeah. Times. Yeah. Well, you know, we have started to speak more and more about intimacy. Mm -hmm. uh, just as the overall, the big, big meaning of intimacy. Mm -hmm. um, and it does start here. I would, uh, to find those ways for yourself, your individual ways of, of coming, coming home to your own self, of having that sense of intimacy with yourself, which is very, in its nature, liberating. You know, liberating us from um, imprints that are not helpful, or ways of constricting and holding ourselves, which maybe helped us for a while, but now we're ready to shed. So the, uh, that's always in the, it's always in the underbelly, you could say, of what I am teaching. Mm -hmm. and, and what I have learned the hard, you know, like with blood, sweat, and tears myself, because it was not how I grew up. Uh, that everything about us is love, but, and that, that coming home to love as an actual body, mm -hmm. a body that creation itself, the, the universe and the, the, this earth, this precious planet, and our connection to nature. You know, even if we're in a city and there's you know, a lot of cement around us somewhere, you know, get a little plant and, and, re and just remember the bigger picture. So that sense of uh, that profound resting in essence and those ways of coming to meet once again, the, the tender places inside. There's a, an art to that, in fact. And there's an art to in liberating, you know, liberate all of our energies 
so that we can be in our true power, our essential power that is arising from within. It is not about proving anything in the world. You know, it can help with that, let me say, but you know, that, that it arises here, then it's your own. I am, I am living in my own true self. Thank you. It feels like a good place to maybe end today. And I want to thank you for taking the time and sharing. Thank you, <laughs> What a joy to be with you. Me too. Me too. Mm, thank you. Thank you all. Thank you all for watching. And if, any, if anyone wants to find Camille, they have a wonderful website uh, for their teacher trainings, meditationtt.com, uh, meditationtt.com. You can find her there. You can find her many places, but that's a good place to find her and to find the works of what they're offering in the world that are amazing trainings. Uh, I can definitely say I've spent beautiful time with you over the years, you and Lauren both. And then this last year with the online training, it's exquisite. It's really powerful and a wonderful way to share in community globally, yeah. anyone who wants to right now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> hey friend thank you for meeting with me and my guests go to tarawellness.com to join my newsletter and find out what else i'm offering please like and follow this podcast check out the tara gold wellness video version on youtube and follow me at tara gold wellness on instagram and tiktok let's keep meeting at home home is where the heart